What's up, everybody? Welcome to a Thursday edition of The Squeeze. I am Tyler Conium. We are back for another Thursday here on The Squeeze. I will preface this by saying this video is going to be a little bit quicker than normal. We've got um, a daughter upstairs who woke up not feeling the greatest today, a little bit under the weather. She is home from daycare, so I have to do some dad duties. So we're going to get sort of right to it. It was a 1-1-1 one, one, and one day yesterday. We had the Blue Jays in the first five innings. We just needed them to score two runs. They scored zero. They lost. I don't want to talk about it. We had the Boston Red Sox money line in the first five innings as well. They were down 4-1, I think, and they rallied in the fifth inning. That ended up being a push. This is why I talk about push potential. I like money line first fives. I like round numbers because of that. And then in the WNBA, we had the LA Sparks to cover minus seven and a half. They did that easily. They won by 29 points. Incredible closing line value yesterday on our main three bets. Closing line value of 2.8% on the Jays, 6% on the Red Sox, and 7% on the Sparks. We bet that if you got in early at minus 7.5, it closed at minus 10.5. Three points. That's why you need to be in the Discord. It's linked in the description below where I post everything first. Nine times out of ten, I'm getting positive closing line value, and that's why, which means we're making smart bets, which means we're making good bets, which means that's where the money is going afterwards and the lines are changing. So you want to stay on that. Link in the description. Also, the QR code on the screen there. Sign up for uh, a sports book. Make a minimum deposit. Guaranteed the best exclusive offers thanks to a partnership with Betstamp and those books. And also, if you wouldn't mind, tell a friend to subscribe to this channel. Okay, let's get into today. Like I said, it's going to have to be a little bit quicker than normal. We're starting in the CFL. We're starting with the Montreal Alouettes. Plus nine and a half. This is minus 118 at Batano. Now, it's nine a lot of places. I like the nine and a half because even though I like push potential, I like the line at eight or nine. So nine and a half gives us a win if it lands on a nine. This is a big line. Now, I know that Zach Coloros is back for Winnipeg, and Winnipeg is very good. Okay, they've got the most wins in the CFL because Toronto's had like 50 bye weeks. They're eight and two, but they're just coming off a one-point win against Calgary last week. Um, Drew Brown... Stepped in, helped the Bombers grind their way to the eighth man of the season. Again, they were without Zach Coloros. Uh, Demario Houston's pick six played a big part of that win over the Stamps as well. It was the only touchdown that either team would score on the night. Bombers are good, no doubt about it. But Montreal is kind of a little bit sneaky good. They're coming off a one-point win against Ottawa. They're 6-3. and three. They're only one game back of the Argos. Um, Caleb Evans found his way into the end zone. He led the Alouettes into the win column once again. Head coach Jason Moss. They're finding ways to win. Their streak is now up to four games, despite a lot of injuries around them. You know, the Argos are sort of the forefront of the Eastern Division. But the Alouettes are just two points behind the Argos right now and this is going to be a great football game I'm very excited for this football game it is at home in Winnipeg I just think the spread is too big nine and a half maybe the books are starting to figure it out a little bit now I've been ice cold in the CFL so if you want to go the other way that's fine too maybe Zach Coleros comes back and the Bombers blow the blow the doors off but Montreal hasn't really had the doors blown off at all this season when you look at them recently they've beat ottawa by one they beat saskatchewan by 30 they beat hamilton by 13 they beat calgary by 13 in their losses they lost to toronto but that was only by eight and that was way back when it was week three or four they did lose to winnipeg 17 to three um once this season but that was in week three it was pretty early on and you look at winnipeg they're not winning by a huge number. They've beat Calgary by one. They beat Edmonton by nine. They smoked BC. That was a weird football game. And they beat Edmonton again by 14. But Edmonton's, you know, the worst team in the league. Um, 
And so I just think the spread's a little bit too big. So I'm taking the Alouettes on the road here, plus nine and a half. That's minus 118 at Batano. Next bet, we're going to go to the WNBA. I'm taking another, un- actually no, well, I do, I lean towards, I am betting Minnesota plus seven and a half in this game, the underdog, but the main bet is going over 168 and a half. This is minus 110 at DraftKings. I like this spot a lot. These teams play over on this season. Minnesota is 18 and 15 to the over. Dallas is 19 and 14 to the over. These two teams have played three times this season. It's gone over every single time. The line was 170. It went over by seven. 167, it went over by seven. And 168 and a half, same line as today. That went over by 14 and a half. That was back on May 30th. The over is 14 and two in the Lynx last 16 games versus a team with a winning record. The over is six and one in their last seven games following a win. The over is six and one in the Lynx last seven games playing on one day's rest. Now, Dallas over is six and zero in their last six games playing on one day's rest. Over is four and zero in their last four. Over is twelve and two in their last fourteen overall. Over is five and one in their last six on the West versus the West. And like I said, over is 4-0 every game this season. So ride the trend over 168.5 for minus 110 at DraftKings. And on a side, on official play, I do like Minnesota plus 7.5 there as well. And the last bet of the day, we're going to go with an under. So no money line bets today. Interesting. Boston and Houston. It's a 2 o'clock uh, first pitch in Houston. That's Eastern time. You've got the Boston Red Sox going up against the Houston Astros. Boston was hot coming into this series. Not so hot anymore. They've lost the first two games of this series 9-4 and 7-3. But I like this game to go under. You've got the early start. It's a getaway game. It's the third game of this series in which Houston's already won two. Those weird sort of getaway day games where you've played late, you come back early. I tend to favor the pitching in those matchups. You've got Brian Bellow going for the Red Sox. He's been phenomenal over his last five starts. He's 4-1 and with an ERA of 2.6. His last time out, he went six innings, gave up one earned run to the Yankees. Previous to that was a bit rocky, he gave up four to the Tigers. But before that, he went seven innings, gave up one to Kansas City. Um, when you look at Houston, they've got J.P. France going. He's also been phenomenal. Four and one, 1.4 ERA, going seven innings over his last five starts. So he gave up two to Seattle, two to L.A., two to Cleveland, zero to Texas, and one to Oakland, all in seven innings. So it's sort of that weird little you know, early start time. Like I said, I like to favor the pitching over the bats in that instance. So let's go under nine. And it's almost even money. That's minus 105 at bet 365. I apologize. The video and podcast is a little bit shorter today. Got to go take care of some stuff. Um, so give me Montreal plus nine and a half. That's minus 118 at Batano. Give me the Minnesota Lynx and the Dallas Wings to go over 168 and a half for minus 110 at DraftKings. And give me the Red Sox and the Astros under nine, minus 105 at Bet365. As always, drop a comment if you're fading or following. Follow me across all my shows, social channels linked in the description, audio on Spotify and on Apple. Have a great Thursday. Let's talk sports.